Dude, and that's, that was probably one of my least favorite, the least favorite things of all was tackling a thick running back, like a low right. center you gotta gravity. You got to go low, man. You got to go Even then, low. dude, you catch a, you catch a bad memory knee. Like, yeah. them thighs so huge, bro. Even, like, real young. Like, you some of them kids. You just got to eat it, man. You just got to eat it. Absolutely, bro. But, like, <laughs> even young, I can remember, like, seventh, eighth grade, some of them kids mm -hmm. having a mustache. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm right. Like, those kids were, yeah, oh, those my, kids were the worst. Oh, it's, my God. Yeah, the, yeah. I, I remember those kids. Those kids, it was like, it's like, dude, like, how old are you? Yeah, you know? Bro. It's like, bro, what, you, like what, what are they feeding you? You It's like that movie, The Comebacks. Yeah. Like, where the kid, and he's, got, he's like 30, and he's got the green crown. Right. He's like, I'm 12. Right. Dope. Dope. So we got our 20-something episode running right now, and we got Nate Marsh, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah. So we got Nate Marsh. So before we jump into everything, Adversity Kings, make sure you guys check us out on uh, pretty much every platform and check out Nate Marsh. We'll shout him out at the end as well, but in the beginning, you guys can find him on IG, Nate underscore Marsh. How do you spell that again? Nate underscore M-U-E-R-S-C-H. Cool. Cool, cool, bro. So... You play at Miami of Ohio right now, yes. right? Okay, awesome. So when did uh, football start for you? You know, football really started at, you know, probably I would say f uh, fourth grade. And um, I played from fourth through sixth grade, but I took a break, actually. I didn't play in middle school. I didn't play in seventh and eighth grade. I, yeah. You know, um, I got a concussion in sixth grade. And, you know, um, I had some advice, actually, from my, my dad, who— uh, you know, he's actually been through the realm and played and he was like, you know, I mean, there's really no reason to beat yourself up in middle school and all yeah. that. Like it, it only really matters in high school and stuff like that. Yeah. So he was like, you know, just, uh, probably take these years off and maybe try other things that you'll never really be able to do. Like yeah. once you really commit to football. So what I actually did in seventh and eighth grade, I played the cross country and volleyball. That yep. was, I was a really good cross country. Sucked at volleyball, yeah. but I was a great actually cross country runner those two years. What's your fastest mile time? Um, I would say I actually have no idea. I don't remember. I only ran like the, uh, the three mile. Okay. Yeah. So, so I never five, really 5K? did like a, no, like a, yeah. And it was like, they just call competitively. it okay. Yeah. And, um, when it was competitively, like we would kind of just do, um, kind of just races amongst other schools. You know, yeah. I actually went to also, a. uh, a Catholic middle school. I went to St. Mary of Gaston in Downers Grove. Yeah. Um, and we had some really good guys. So it was, it was awesome. I had a dude, he films like all the exotic cars in the area and he got on, he goes to DePaul. What was, it was Andy Thompson. And, uh, he's a long distance cross country. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's exciting. I love running. Really? Yeah, I yeah. love running. That's, I still do. I, I still do. I, I enjoy I hate it. running in the cold though. Like oh, as soon, yeah. yeah. As soon as it gets cold, I don't run in the yeah, cold. Yeah. Yeah. You get like on the Peloton or treadmill yeah, or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for a lot sure. of guys in our company, do, they do the Peloton. I've done it a handful of times, but absolutely treadmill, treadmill for me. Yeah, for sure. But I started with this nutritionist. I was telling you three, four months ago and mm -hmm. no cardio, just 30 minute walks. Yeah. I mean, he, that's what he calls cardio, but mm -hmm. for me, it's kind of insane because I'm yeah. used to like trying to get a mile in every day or something. So right. now you grew up in... This area. I'm not too familiar with this area. We're in Lombard um, right now. So, yeah, I grew up in the Downers Grove area. Yeah. Um, that's just literally the town's just south of here. Yeah. Um, I grew up on the south side of Downers Grove. I would actually attend a Downers Grove South High School if I were to do that. I live yeah. in that area, but um, I decided to go to Montini Catholic. Yeah. Um, How far was that? It's just a 15 minute drive. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's, uh, yeah. It's not bad at all. That's so. So, 
what did your what did your parents do like growing up? What do they do now? How they meet? Kind of that story of piecing everything together, starting yeah, to like yeah, your, for sure, your for origin. sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, my parents met. You know, obviously, like way before I was I was born. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and you know, they. Uh, my dad, he's actually a a very successful financial advisor. Oh, okay. Um, so he's so he's like we would say like, it would be like like you've been to like a really nice steakhouse. Yeah. So this is probably a horrible reference to myself. For, so I'm in finances. Mm-hmm. That would be a really nice steakhouse. We're like McDonald's. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're like okay. that blue collar finances. Right, we just have a right. life insurance license. Okay. He probably does as yeah. well, but he's got series set. I would imagine he's got series seven, series 60, like the 63, all that. Yeah. I just mean, a different license. He really just deals with like 401ks and, you know, main retirement things like and that. Retirement. Like that. It's okay, really that all about sense. retirement, pensions, yep. you know, yes. all that yeah. good stuff. You know, his office actually is not far from here. It's right across the street from uh, Export Fitness. Like yeah. that's right just down there. Dope, dude, that's I'm, where his office is. You might is. have to tell him I might need some advice. Yeah. Oh, he would be love dope. to talk with you, man. He has. He could on too. Yeah. Oh, he would love it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. He. And his story is pretty incredible as well. And yeah. he would love I like to, to I, that's tell what I'm, That's what I was telling you. Like, we're trying to like, it doesn't matter necessarily like who we get on. Just right. if, if there's some like yeah. click. I feel every, like Rogan every, would be getting anybody on. Right, dude. right, right. I mean, no, because Rogan can talk to anyone. Exactly. You know? like, exactly. Not, yeah. <laughs> but like the kind of like a niche for this to like not completely copy and imitate yeah. Rogan, which I consider the most successful podcast. But uh, I think just trying to find like specifically looking for successful people mm-hmm. and just kind of putting together their story and right. seeing how their mind works, what their thoughts are, worldly yeah. views, opinions. For sure. And, and that's, yeah, it's beneficial for, you yes. know, not just the host, but for yeah. the person on it. Yep. You know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So dad has a lot of success. And then was that and my mother? Um, okay. She does not work. She was always, you know, kind of staying with the kids, yep. um, you know, cause my dad always, you know, he really just, he prided himself on making a good living, Yes. you know, for where like my mom didn't need to work, yep. you know? And, um, I just, you know, have utmost respect for him also yes. for that. And my mom is an amazing mother. I love my mom. Yep. She did a great job, you know, raising yes. me, you know, along with my dad. And, you know, I credit a lot of my success to them. Now, you know? do, do you have siblings? I do. I have a sister. Uh, she's currently a senior at Montini right now. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Dope. So their success, did it like, were, were they already pretty successful kind of at their peaks when you guys were born or was it still, were they in the process? Um, it's, uh, so my dad, he actually started in the, uh, mercantile exchange, uh, and you know, um, and he was doing very well, you know, when we were actually born, but, um, in 2008, you know, you know what happened. Yes. Yeah. The, the economy implosion. Right. Yeah. To, uh, you know, the economy, but actually a few years before that, um, the mercantile exchange went to straight computers Yeah, and, um, that, I mean, just took a very hard hit, you know, and he was just nowhere near as, you know, financially successful as he was, Yeah, you know? And, um, I was, uh, it's actually kind of crazy. I always think of this story, you know, he was, uh, you know, just kind of what you would say down bad, you know? And, um, what he did was he just, put his head to the grindstone and worked. Yeah. And he worked and he Dude, worked like a dog. I was like listening to Elon Musk when, when you were walking yeah. in and he was just like, I went bankrupt. Yeah. I was two days from going bankrupt. Right. I right. spent the next six months to a year borrowing from my friends mm-hmm. and family and I just worked. Right. And, you know, he actually uh, credits his success to, you know, obviously a lot of other factors. Yeah. But a big thing is this one book. I'm sure you're very familiar with it. Yeah. Think and Grow Rich. Bro, 
the burning like, desire. Yes, yes, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, dude. That's I. I have picked that book apart. I used to have it sitting here for mm-hmm. a significant amount of time, but I've picked that book apart to highlights and notes to little little sticky sticky notes, additional yeah. to notes, and just dude, burn the ships at the bay and yep. all the different philosophies and mindsets in there, dude. Yeah. I mean, incredible. Yeah. I mean, he really just told me, he's like, if there's, I mean, I mean, he gave me the book. He's like, I don't care when you read this book. Yeah. Just read it. I paid my little sister a hundred dollars. Please read this. I will pay you. Right. It seems like it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She mm-hmm. was actually at, she was at ASU and she's coming to work here now. Really? Yeah. I don't know yeah. how I convinced her to do that. Cause ASU looks way funner than us. <laughs> so that's fun. My sister was actually considering ASU. She's probably leaning towards more Boulder actually. Yeah. So where's yeah. that? Colorado. It's in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Is that like, in the city it's boulder colorado right i'm really not sure dope so parents building up your dad takes that hit now you skip out on middle school football what was your mom's influence like you know being being stayed home and everything like that i mean she really just instilled like core values that you know i'm still like respect everyone no matter like who they are what they represent yeah or you know really just be a good person because you know the one main quote that uh, really stuck with me that, you know, she would say, she says, nothing will matter as long as you're a good person. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever this, whatever yeah, that, that's fire. um, just be a good person, Yeah, you know? And I really just took that through, uh, my life and it has just been really successful, yeah. you know? And I really love my mom for that because yeah. she always was, you know, very unselfish, yeah. you know, never, um, never really ever complain. Like she always, I mean, she, what she does, like her job in life was just making her children happy, Yeah, you know? And like the only, you can just only respect that in my opinion, you know? And, um, I I love that. And I, I love her for that. Yeah. That's Mm. dope. Dope parents. Now high school, what did high school look like for you? When did you start training for football to have the success that you do have? Like, when did you really dive in? Was it freshman year? Mm -hmm. What did the high school experience look like for you? I actually played basketball. um, Yeah. When did you get tall also? Right. I've always been tall. (laughs) Yeah. My my whole life, man. I I came out the womb long, man. Like they're like, dude, this this is the longest baby I've ever (laughs) seen, man. Like, but, and, uh, so uh, I played baseball and basketball actually first yeah. through eighth grade, you know, I had that stint of football, you yeah. know, so I went into high school, like, all right, I'm going to play football, you yeah. know? So, I mean, you see me now when I was, a, when I was a freshman, I was 120, 100, 100 cause I was like, what? Six, three, 100, 140, yeah. you know, glasses, Justin Bieber hair braces. Like yeah, yeah. I'm nothing what I look like right now. Yeah. And you know, it was actually interesting, you know, transitioning, uh, to that. And then once I played basketball and football and I went through my first freshman season and I did really good, I was just on the freshman team, you know, like I was just kind of putting together everything, working on my craft. And, you know, the main thing was really just kind of seeing like, cause the Montini football program is actually a very successful program. Yeah. Vince was telling me it was the best program. (laughs) Not very successful. It's the best program. Like one of the best in the state. Yes. Yes. And, um, and I just really wanted to emulate what the higher people did. Like, you know, the juniors and seniors that I saw when I was a freshman. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be like them. Yep. Right. So it was kind of like that foundation and like that program. What do you think like stirred inside of you to identify somebody that has a lot of success and for you to think, I want to be like that person. Just seeing how they were treated. Cause all right. So I would see, all right, probably our best player. Like when I was a freshman, I'm seeing them in school. Yeah. They're, They're the shit. 
Yeah. Everyone loves them. Yeah. You know, they have all this confidence. Yeah. I see them. I'm sitting in the student section. I'm seeing them making plays out there. Yeah. Crowds going crazy. I'm like, why would I not want that to be me? Yeah. I'm like, that's my goal. You yes. know, and that's the one thing in life that you really need is goals because yeah. life is never really going to come together if you don't have purpose Absolutely and you don't have do. goals. And the one thing I did, I was, I, I told myself, I was like freshman year, I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, pay for college. I'm like, I'm going to get a scholarship somewhere, yep. division one. Yeah. And I ended up, uh, living that goal out yes. and it, it doesn't mean I'm done. I still have more goals, oh, right? Absolutely. That's just like the first step, yeah, you know? Absolutely. So you start training put on some size, I imagine. Now, what position did you start freshman year? I was, I, I, I was a receiver all throughout so, high so school. Wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Dope. What, well, who's your favorite receiver? Like who, who have uh, been people receiver. that have inspired you? I love Julio Jones. Yep. I love him. Calvin Johnson, obviously, yeah. cause I have like yes. a similar, you know, game to him, obviously, yes. you know, yeah. um, really love him. I mean, recently I really like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I don't have similar games to them, yeah. but those guys are electric. Yes. You know? yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Now, do you like to go, like, did you go to any Bears games and, and yeah. get around local? Yeah, for sure. NFL you know, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, starting out, I mean, I think what really uh, attributed to my success mainly was being around people that had the same goals as me. Yes. And I had that at Montini. Yes. I had people that wanted to go How play Division One. How many kids you could go D1 for Montini annually, like an average? <sighs> I would say. It depends year to year, but yeah. I would say, uh, like two, three or four guys in each class. That's a lot. Two, like I was, yeah, no, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I might be overstating that cause it really does depend in I from class to class. Cause in my class it was two guys, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I could be overstated, but it's usually a lot. Like we're just known for putting guys in college football. At, so I, I don't know why I have this weird ass stat on my phone. I was watching the draft like a year ago and yeah. like, like just mind blown, just uh -huh. thinking of like the odds and everything. And I was looking it all up and I don't know if the stat is completely accurate, but from, from my studies, it was people don't know that nine out of 10,000 high school football players will ever make the NFL. Now I know that's a step. Mm -hmm. That's obviously a separation, but if, even yeah. if you cut that in yeah. half and it was nine out of 5,000 go mm -hmm. to, you know, D one or, or mm -hmm. go to, go to play college right. football at another level. And it's like, yeah. that's 0.09% to the NFL. Right. So I, I mean, imagine it's probably, 2% if right. that, that go to D1. What's, what's really interesting about that stat, and obviously I know that stat because yeah. that's a part of my goal. You know, yes. I got to know that, you yes. know. Um, so then there's that small percentage that actually go play college football. Yes. And then you have that small percentage and it's an even smaller pond. Yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? And you have that. And then even those people, there's a smaller chance that everyone there will go to the next level. Yes. So then like every single year, the pond gets smaller and smaller. Yeah, dude. So the strong prevail. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So transitioning up through high school, were, the, were there any like things that stood out to you as you're transitioning in high school to, to the point you're at now? Um, I would say, you know, throughout high school, it was obviously, you know, you grow a lot in high school, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, I really grew a lot socially, you know, academically, you know, athletically. Yeah. And, you know, I attributed Montana. I, by the way, I loved Montana. I loved yes. going there. I loved the people I met there. I loved, you know, the football aspect of it. I, yeah. I loved everything about it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'm blessed that I actually have had that high school experience. Yes. But, uh, you know, I mean, really just the main things was seeing, uh, work payoff because that's the biggest thing when you see one like lick of success it just takes off from there yeah because you know it was like all right i work really hard um my freshman year um and that was just kind of like my transition you yeah. know so then i'm like i quit 
basketball. Yeah. I quit that. Got to go all in. Right. I'm like, I'm going all in, you yeah. know, because I needed to get bigger. I need to do this. I need yep. to work on this. So, you know, I go all in and then seeing more success, you know, transitioning into my sophomore year where I was on varsity. I didn't play on varsity. I was just kind of practicing with them and yeah. I was just on the roster. You yep. know, I mean, I still played on the sophomore, um, team and then I saw more success and then I played seven on seven actually that uh right before um that season in the fall in the spring yep uh of my freshman year and I saw success there you know like and it was really every time I was kind of put in a big moment where I had to like test my skills yeah um everything would come together and I would succeed and then when you would see that success I would just get more confident and more confident and more confident. Yes. And I really just realized that every single year throughout high school, just yes. really just the confidence. Uh, and to, to me, I think confidence is, I mean, if not the most important aspect of side, I mean, it's, it's up it's there. It's a foundation of yeah. success. The confidence exactly. corresponds with your belief mm -hmm. in yourself. No belief, yeah. whatever you believe. I, I, I forget exactly who right off the top of my mind, but uh, there's a quote. Um, and it might be, you know, around that, that Napoleon Hill thinking of a rich, yeah. it might be around, around there, but it's, mm -hmm. you know, whether you think you can, or you think you can't, you're right. You right. know what I mean? So whatever yeah. you, whatever it is you believe is, is what it is you're going to essentially receive. Cause exactly. those, those beliefs kind of formulate your mm -hmm. thoughts and your thoughts translate into words mm -hmm. and words and actions and emotions. Right. And then you start to develop daily habits and whatever yeah. you consistently, whoever you consistently are. You, you can pretty much get an idea of what that person's future is going to look like. Exactly. Based yeah. off those habits yeah. and all of those goals. It all goes back to that belief and confidence. Mm -hmm. As you reflect back on your childhood through high school years, what, what's like one of your favorite like memories? Oh man, that's uh, from childhood to high school. That's yeah, pretty it's wide. A big, no, yeah. I, uh, a few, I don't, a few just kind of like giving oh, us an man, idea of what I would, I would really say what made you excited. You know, what made you happy? What really made me happy was uh, mainly like throughout high school was you know, not just seeing myself succeed, but yeah. seeing others succeed, seeing the people that I worked with. Who was know? the most successful kid you played ball with? Played ball with. Oh, man. Played ball with a lot of stuff, like from seven on seven. to high. I'm going to narrow it down to high school. Yeah. I would say that I played football with currently right now success. I would say my my good friend, Jamari Harris. Yeah. Yeah. He plays football at Iowa right now. OK. Uh, he's a defensive back. Yeah. And he's seeing very similar success that I'm seeing in college. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and um, no, and it's unbelievable. And I'm very happy for him. And I'm, and I'm happy for all uh, the alumni, yep. you know, from uh, Montini that um, were in my class or were a grade above me yep. uh, that went on to play at, you know, great colleges, you know, like yeah. uh, my friend Jeremiah Bankswall, he's he's in my same conference, you know, yep. Bowling Green University. That's where yep. he goes. That's actually also in Ohio. Yes. Um, north of uh, Oxford, where okay. I am, I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, and we we play each other every single year in the yeah. conference. And I so, remember him. Um, it's actually a great story. Um, him. Uh, one of my other friends, CJ Buffkin, mm -hmm. uh, and he plays football in college as well. And, um, we were in this, uh, summer class, right? Like we didn't know anyone. This was freshman year in the summer before freshman year. There was this kind of like English summer class for like summer reading and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was in there and that's where I met those people, yep. you know? And this was like what, five years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was a very long time ago and I met those people. And look at us now, like we're still doing the same, like we're still playing football. We're still doing all this. Like we've come a very long way and I'm very blessed to have relationships with people that, you know, come from something like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, dude, mm -hmm. that's insane. So what's one of your 
funniest, what are some of your funniest <laughs> memories growing up? Everybody got some funny, man, funny high say, school memories. Oh my God. Oh, obviously. Yeah. High schools. It, it's a great time. Yeah. I, I loved our football team. Yeah. Especially my junior year. Yeah. I loved it senior year. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, obviously. Year, year, year. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But there's something about that junior year uh, football team we had. We actually went to the state championship yeah. that year. Uh, we unfortunately ended up losing. Yeah. Um, Out of all four years that you went, did you guys win? Did the no, school? we only went once, uh, and that was just our junior so year. Who who's the next team that's giving you guys a run? Real quick before we get into the funny uh, the memory. Who's a, who's another great program? So somebody out here in the state is competing I, with you guys. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, Mount Carmel, St. Rita, you know, all Are the teams around? like that. No, they're actually city teams. We play in the Chicago Catholic League Conference. Okay. Um, so we actually play teams that are twice the size of us, yeah. you know, and are, are all boys. You know, Montini has about 600 people in the entire high school. Yeah, that's and it. We play teams that are in, yeah, we're in like, I mean, when I went there, we were in 5A, you know, which, so yeah. I don't know how you, I mean, it goes that's one to it, 8A. Yeah. Yeah. My school and is we play 8A teams, you know, yeah. I mean, all the time. And those are the teams in our conference, you yeah. know, and that's because we held ourselves to a very high standard that we were going to compete, Yeah, you know, and I loved it because in those, I love those big games because then you can actually show the, all the hard work yeah. that you went through against yeah. the best competition. Cause yeah. it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, yeah, obviously it means something if it's, you know, against lesser competition, but yeah, what but. really matters is when you're playing against the big dogs, exactly. you know, and, uh, yeah, it, it's great. Exactly. And uh, funny, oh man, funny moment. Honestly, like there's just, I think there's there's too many like funny experiences, yeah. you know, yeah, I throughout. Imagine. I mean, obviously I would say just the whole aspect of being on a football team, Yeah, like the meetings, the dinners, the practices, yeah. the walkthroughs, the post game. How much time do you think out of your, your high school career you, you had to, you invested into football, some, some form of football uh, relation? Like a like on like a month, yeah, year, maybe year, give hour it, base. Like give what? it maybe like a like an hour base. Like what? Like did, an what hour does the base? day look like? like? An it's like average day. You're going to school um, six seven hours. Or right, you're doing football exactly. six seven hours. You know, high school is nothing compared to like the the schedule you you get on your plate when you go to college. Yeah, but it is still a big schedule because you're still a student athlete and you're going to high school. You yeah. Know? So yeah, I mean, you really just uh, get out of school. Um, it's three o'clock, and then from three to six you have practice. You know. Yeah. And then after that, you know, you do your homework. And then, um, I mean, would you guys do extra camps, extra practice? Uh, yeah, obviously extra practice and stuff like that. Clinics, all that good stuff. Yep. And main thing that actually attributed, I think a lot to my success is that I played seven on seven, um, throughout my whole high school career and freshman year and sophomore year. I played seven on seven for this team called go deep. Yeah. Um, it's a team based in the South suburbs. Yeah. Um, and I really got to work on my game there. And I actually credit a lot of the coaches there and everyone that, you know, was around me in there. And I had a great time. Yeah. We went to the, you know, IMG National Championship my freshman year. And I got a great experience going against great players, yeah. um, you know, down in Florida. And, you know, it was awesome. And that was like my first taste of like, all right, this is the real deal. Yeah. Like I got to see like who else, because Illinois football really is not respected yeah. uh, amongst the United States. It's really just Florida, California, like Texas. Yeah, Texas, yeah. you know, I'm, and, you know, I don't but think we is huge. You, there should exactly. be just off law of number. There should there right. should be more I mean, average. No, we're we're up there. I yeah. mean, because I mean, we're, people know know us as like basketball, yeah. obviously, yeah, but yeah. we got football too. And there, I mean, 
I say this all the time. Like, there's dogs in Illinois. Like, yeah. there's great players Bro, in I Illinois. Can't, I can't yeah. even imagine. I feel like you guys probably just get a bad rep because of the Bears just kind of cloud <laughs> over the entire state. <laughs> right. So it just, it just, the like, dark cloud. Spr- yeah, it just yeah. sprinkles down on you guys. <laughs> right. So... Getting into college, and, and when, when did you make that commit to Miami of Ohio? I made that the uh, summer going into my senior year. Okay. So basically, I, you know, I played my sophomore year, but that was just a trial. Nothing yeah. really matters until you're on varsity. Yeah. Nothing matters, especially your junior year of high school. That's yeah. how that works in the recruiting uh, spectrum of everything. Yeah. It's really just your junior year of high school. And going into my junior year, you know, obviously, like, you have a little anxiety about, all right, like, what are you going to do? Like, I put in all this work. Injuries. Now, here's, yeah, injuries. I just tore my meniscus a year ago. <sighs> really? I'm sorry about that, yeah. man. I tried stem yeah. cell first, and uh, that didn't. How was that? It was cool. Like, it was cool? It, it helped what, with what, the what did you do with the stem cell? How so, is that? Yeah, what is so, that? So it's... Obviously, there's there's different strands and certain things like that. The, the kind that I used was umbilical cord mm-hmm. stem cell, and it was my my partner, the the gentleman that kind of mentored me in this. Uh, he put me onto it, so mm-hmm. it was expensive. It was like four grand, really. But they put the they put mm-hmm. a long needle into like the place that they want to apply it, and they mixed my stem cell with ozone. So it was like some type of electrified oxygen, which I thought if you put air into your body, you kill yourself. So I don't know how that worked. And then, and then also PRP. So that's taking your blood plasma and like enriching it or something. They spin it. They mix that all together. Now the issue, how it didn't completely like help me is because I do MMA jujitsu. And and so with that, like it's, I think that's more of like, cause there's no blood flow to the cartilage in, in your knee. It's like very minimal. So like there was like no blood flow. And I got, I felt so good the week after I tore yeah. it that I was like, ah, oh, that stem cell, yeah. that stem cell did some Hulk shit. You know what I mean? Like it regrew my meniscus. Yeah, so awesome. like I went back on the mats and uh, it yeah. popped, clicked, whatever. And it like locked out. I don't know if you ever messed a knee up or anything like I had, that. I mean, I'm blessed. To, I've been wood, healthy bro. all yeah. high school. I mean, I'm, that's, that's one of the other blessings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've been I played blessed. up until eighth grade and it, my dad wasn't in my life and then my mom was like hit me with oh, you have too many concussions right. and I was probably just too much of a bitch to just like <laughs> fight back I was like alright you mm-hmm. know what I mean just gotten to being a bad kid Right. so injuries didn't affect you you're going through high school you sign what it did, was that moment very memorable for you of course yeah no it, it was it's almost I mean when, when you commit because here let me tell you one thing about the recruiting process of, yeah. of high school it's, it's crazy it's completely crazy yeah bro this it's, is actually good it's it is, um, so, you know, at first, you know, you go through your junior year yeah, and all these schools are saying, come here, come to this junior day. How do they come entice here. you? It's Twitter. That's what it is. Yeah. Twitter. Everything is through the app Twitter mm-hmm. and coaches re- reach out to you. You know, they say this and that, and there's a period, you know, yeah. where they can't reach out to you. And there's a period, you know, when, when they can, you know, yeah. like just there's rules to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no. And, uh, all these, they reach out, they say, Hey, we like you, this, that, you know, they can call you, they can text you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I was getting, I mean, a lot, lots of coaches, you know, like now, how, what, how were they finding you? Did you have Twitter, a huddle? Twi- huddle? Yeah. But well, like, it's, what did they see mainly, on your Twitter? It's Twitter. And then in my bio, it's my huddle. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then they click on the link mm-hmm. and then they see that and then they direct message. me. I opened an office in Lincoln, Nebraska last year. Yeah. And we were really close to a giant huddle building. And I want to say <laughs> that was the headquarters for huddle in it Lincoln, might, Nebraska. Might yeah. I'm going to double check. Yeah, definitely so check. you put together your huddle mm-hmm. and was there any other considerations before you made your commit? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I, I had, I mean, a lot of other offers, the, the other ones I was really considering were like Central Michigan, Lincoln, Nebraska. 
Lincoln, right Nebraska, bro, Lincoln, Nebraska has some decent football too. Like they got a, yeah. dec- they got a decent program. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, we're talking the about f- Nebraska, like the big 10 team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Never, yeah. It's like hard to, I know they <laughs> fucked up some games this year, but, but, but I met some great, I should yeah. say they've had great teams yeah. in the past. Right. Um, you know, uh, Fuck. Who's yeah. up? McCaffrey? Oh, Nebraska. Um, uh, McCa- Christian McCaffrey? His little brother was a yeah. quarterback yeah. at uh, the Cornhuskers. In really? Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, Nebraska, they, they have a great program. You know, want, they got a great fan base, great everything. I met some alumni. Yeah. One of the dudes was on a – they had won a bowl game or a college football championship years ago. It was like the yeah. 80s, and I met this dude. Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's a really good – Positive. I, I think. I honestly, I believe he gets paid like very well to just travel and speak, like on motivation, inspiration, yeah. positivity. And his name's Aaron Davis and Stud. You know what I mean? Yeah. All played with studs, and there's a lot of money in Lincoln, Nebraska, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. One, one of our largest investors lives in Omaha. Warren Buffett. Okay. So Warren Buffett oh. lives in Omaha, Nebraska. Warren Buffett is one of your investors. Yeah, and That's the Glo- cool. so our parent company is Globe Life, and then he's That's one cool. of the largest investors yeah. into Globe Life. Obviously, I've heard of Warren Buffett. Yes, you know? yeah. yeah. That, that sort cool. of like so like I'm asking you on the recruiting right now. This is one of the parts I'm going to go back and like listen to is because like that's one of the biggest things that. I look to increases our credibility with our recruiting because mm-hmm. recruiting people into sales companies and finances has a horrible rep, an absolutely horrible mm-hmm. rep. Everybody immediately goes to pyramid scheme, MLM, mm-hmm. because there's so many, and it's, I'm not shit talking. Maybe there's people out there that make money when, with the four, you know, you get the four X DMS and the crypto DMS. Yeah. I you mean, know what I mean? And, uh, cause it's, it's actually interesting you say that cause you know, recruiting gets bad rep too, obviously, yeah. you know, like from the college aspect, because you know, you have coaches that, uh, you really need to understand who actually wants to invest in you as an yeah. athlete. And when I say invest, I'm talking scholarship, you know, cause yeah. they're literally giving you free college. They're, they're yes. pay, like, like they're literally like, you need to be a hundred percent. And another example would be, you know, sometimes coaches just kind of want you to come out and, you know, come to a junior day or something like that and just throw on their Jersey, put it on Twitter just to like hype up, you know, like get their program more popular or just yeah. kind of just for their program. And, um, and they kind of dupe a lot of kids early on, uh, in that process. Cause I mean, come on, you're a young kid, you know, yep. you get this big school, and, oh, you know, you're, you're new to it, yeah. you know, like it's, uh, and then when you get more experience and you really understand like what coaches are actually, all right, what coaches are texting you every week, every yeah. day, like what coaches are really having close conversations with you, yeah. you know, and I really attributed that to the Miami of Ohio coaches, you, you felt know, that genuine oh, concern, 100%, you know, Chuck Martin That's and so Pat, key. well, yeah, hundred percent. Guys, this is so key when you're listening to this, I read a lot of leadership books, Simon Arias, my mentor put me on a lot of leadership development and I've been reading John Maxwell for a long time. And one of the key things that he says is nobody cares what you know until they know you care. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody really gives mm-hmm. to, you got to show effort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Genuinely too. Cause yeah. people like over time, if not like over time as, as you get older and, and just have, uh, overall just kind of life maturity and wisdom, mm-hmm. you start to realize like everybody for the most part is kind of out to benefit themselves. It's just how we're wired. It's that fight yeah. or flight mindset. Of course. It's, of course. it's fine. It's needed. It keeps us alive. But I think if you can kind of reveal your hidden motives and just tell people, hey, look, here's what I want. Here's mm-hmm. here's where I can find common ground with you. And I would like to genuinely build a relationship mm-hmm. with you. So that's probably what it yeah. what happened with you for Miami, Ohio. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, and when I visited, you know, yeah. I mean, I love the campus and I love everything about it, you know, and uh, I love my position coach. You yeah. know, uh, I actually got recruited as a tight end. Yeah. Um, uh, 
And, you know, his, his name's Patrick Welsh. That's my uh, tight end coach. Yeah. And really, you know, really liked uh, him. Loved Chuck Martin, my yep. head coach. Um, and uh, it was just a great fit for me, you know. Uh, yep. And personally, like, I really trusted these people that they actually really believed in me. And uh, now do you play tight end now in college? I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of more of a tight end and receiver yeah. currently. Like I played a lot of the reps I got like this year were at receiver yeah. uh, and tight end, but mainly receiver. Yeah. I actually got switched to receiver uh, towards the kind of the end of the year because, yeah. you know, I was having success at receiver throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Like a Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Young Gronk right here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. We're, we're, we're making a lot of good headway. What coaches really have you connected with? There's got to be a lot of like influences, like what, what mentors, you know, have, have kind of poured into you. For me, it's, it's really been like one, one individual that's helped me. Like since working in this company, I, w I went over it. I think it's like three, about $3 million over the last four or five years since high school that I've gross earned. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like that, this is somebody that's taken me from rags to riches. Mm -hmm. So I look at you, it's like going from like, nothing and just starting your freshman year to now D1 to your riches, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And as you're, as you're pursuing your NFL career as well, yeah. who are those mentors, yeah. coaches and people that have like, you've that's, latched that's onto? interesting because, you know, I don't want to like, uh, like disrespect my coaches and not like mention them yeah, or exactly. and stuff There's like so that. Many. Exactly. So that's why I said, yeah. to, you know, like yeah. generally no, I who, got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, you know, mainly like just my coaches in high school believing in me. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I don't, I mean, I would just say my family, mm. honestly, not really any coaches or stuff like that. I would say my family mainly because yeah. they were really the ones that always believed in me yep. and were always confident in me. You know, my mom and dad, my Words sister. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Like just, just kind of instilling values into me that required me to work hard and achieve success and yep. not have it given to me. Yeah. So I mentioned that, yeah, my dad, he's a successful financial advisor. Yeah. I wasn't raised like spoiled. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm so blessed that yeah, I yeah. wasn't. <laughs> so, but it was an I, eye for an eye. Like, exactly. Yo, you want this? Exactly. Go to work. Exactly. Exactly. Because that's how he was raised. Yes. Right. And that's what, you know, and my dad didn't grow up rich. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And, uh, yeah, and I attribute all of that to having to earn what you achieve. I yep. earn what you get. Yes, and um, I just and that's what I'm going to instill to my kids someday. I'm yep, going to have. A, I think that's just like what, I, who who, who really can disagree simple. with that? Yeah, yeah. it seems very simple. So I always mm -hmm. get so like kind of flabbergasted when I look out and just see like messed up people because I know it's a reflection of leadership. It all starts with like your parents, this, mm -hmm. that, and the other, and then their parents. So there's like it really is like it's hard yeah. to play the blame game, but I'm like. How, well, it seems very simple where we should just live in this working society. It's where I, I get I get pissed when I think about all these handouts people want. Like, right. like tax the rich. Like, right. well, we're, we're already, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I, Elon Musk made a, a great point the other day about taxation. And he's like, dude, why would you want us to put more money into Uncle Sam's hands who have proven to not do good with financial allocation, mm -hmm. putting the money in the right places? Yeah. And the very rich people, obviously, you only get really rich if you're putting money in the right places and doing mm -hmm. the right things with it. And especially doing it over time because time is money. Especially. Exactly. Especially. So I, I think of that and I think of the success, the success and everything that accumulates with that. Um, college. Now, NCAA has made some adjustments now where mm -hmm. players can receive right. compensation, yeah. right? Yeah, it's really interesting. And I'm like, and you know, completely, and, and I'm like really completely new to that. Yeah. You know, like I, I haven't, you know, done any, I actually really haven't dive, dove into that because mainly I was, you know, coming into my, uh, well, technically I am a freshman on paper, but yeah. like, uh, 
well, I guess what that called, like a red shirt freshman. No. So last year was a COVID year. Yeah. You know, everything was messed up. So they so kind they of scrapped that year and it doesn't count. That's dope. Yeah. No, it's, it's like awesome. A, yeah, yeah. It's dude, like a free freshman. Awesome. Yeah. It's like almost like a free red shirt year. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah. And, uh, I'm a sophomore like in school. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and then this will be your official freshman season. This, this year coming, was. Yeah. This, this coming. next year is like my sophomore okay. season. Cause I'm a, yeah. But it doesn't take away from a year of eligibility, right? No, it doesn't. That was the main thing. That, okay, because so we yeah. lost a lot of like opportunities to like, you know, do everything that we were really like that we deserve and stuff like that due yeah. to COVID, you know. Now, do you know any players that do get like paid or oh, have yeah. made like a lot oh, of money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's uh, like, could I, I hit was, you up as a recruiter and be like, yo, come here, I'll give you a meal. See, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, yes, you Holy could. Hell. Like, Th- didn't that kid? Go to, was it Ohio? Bryce Young. Think about Bryce Young from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think he made like a million this year or something like that. So that's, that's an example right there. Didn't kid go to Ohio? Who, like, who are you like, Quinn Ewers? I don't you know. Yeah, I feel from like Texas. I think so, from Texas. Yes. Like, didn't he like leave his junior year or something? No, no, no. Quinn, Quinn Ewers is actually younger. So I guess we're thinking about someone different. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know yeah. if it was someone that left his junior year in high school to go to like Ohio. Or something like that, like a young. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. That, I, no I thought idea. it was like for like a big contract. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, we're just gonna pay you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's like that's how college football has changed so much. It's so you know? great. Dude, and I remember I'm growing actually, up and yeah. seeing kids get whacked for yeah. receiving yeah. like a right. like a I mean, Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush. You know, like, yeah. you see that? I mean, yeah. Terrell Pryor. Yeah, right. So, that too. You know, dude. but the main thing that I actually really focused on was like. You know, because I ne- never really had prior experience like on the field. Yeah. You know, I I focused on really just mainly my game. You know, like yeah. actually getting on the field and playing and you know scoring touchdowns, doing this and doing that. You know, yeah. and that, that that's what's most important. What do you yeah. think is what are some of the things that make your game better? Um, like specific like details. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, what are like your top two or three things that you know if you consistently do over the next year? you're going to double your game going into the following year. That makes sense. You know, there, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to that. Like, are you, are you talking about like film watching? Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Cause yeah. I, it translates to, we, we okay. get on film, we yeah. role play and certain right. things like that. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Mainly developing a schedule, right? Yeah. Having habits yes. and following that and consistently following that. Yeah. Have a healthy lifestyle. And yes, like you said, watching film, you know, being smarter in the game, yeah. you know, because that's a big aspect of the game is, you know, knowing exactly what the defense is doing, yeah. why they're doing it, you know, what route you're running, why you're running that route, you know, yeah. what to do if, you know, the defense changes. And, you know, and I would say from a personal standpoint, me obviously working on speed, strength, main thing is strength, you yeah. know, because I, have, you know, I, I, uh, you know, obviously if I want to be like a consistent tight end, I got to get bigger, you yes. know, and all that stuff, you know? Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean really that, but I, it, all of that stems back to like the work habits of that, like schedule, like yes. I said, you know, of developing that yep. because, you know, when you actually have that kind of schedule, um, for example, when you have to wake up for something, yeah. when you have someone telling you, you have to wake up for something, yep. for example, my coaches, right? Yep. Like that is so good for life because it's going to impact you so positively in the future because you've already instilled those values in you that like, this is what you got to do. And this is the norm, you know, like if you can make, um, hard things become normal, then I think that's just really just a positive thing. And that's good for everyone. Just a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, do you guys know what your schedule looks like for next season? Uh, yeah. Uh, are you saying like who we play? Yeah. And stuff like like that? is there like yeah? So we play uh, Northwestern and Kentucky as our uh, non-conference. Yeah. And then you know when we get into conference play, we'll we'll just kind of just play our regular teams. But yeah. I know those are the two main teams that we play non-conference. I'm. Cincinnati. We also play Cincinnati next year. We play Cincinnati every single Cincinnati year. Cincinnati was nice this year. Yeah, we played them this year. You yeah, did? Yeah, we How, did. How'd that go? Uh, not very well uh, yeah. because they're extremely good. Yeah, you know, they're we, nice. we, And it was our first game, yeah. you know, over them. So it, it was just, you know, I mean, first game, you know, yeah. at their place too. After a COVID year. Who was the you best know? team you think you played this year? Cincinnati. Who, was a, who were like some of the best players that stood out to Desmond you this year? Desmond Ritter, 100%. Their quarterback. Yeah, yeah for nice, sure. Quick, yeah. just all around good I player. I mean, quick all around. I mean, you can tell he's smart. You can yeah. tell he knows exactly what he's doing. You know, uh, just all that. But I don't want to, you know... Uh, you know, Cincinnati, that's our rival. So Yeah, oh, you don't oh, want to hype him up right, too much. Right, right, yeah, yeah. that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's not hype him up too much. So what, what does your... What does your vision look like is for your for your college career? What are some goals? What's like your five year, ten year plan? Yeah, I mean, my plan is really just to, like I said, you know, start with the habits, and then yeah. you go from there, and then that'll hopefully turn into success on the field. I've seen success on the field uh, this past year, and then hopefully I, I want to build off of that success, yeah, and then build off of that success, and then build off of that success, yeah, to the point where I, you know, my dream is to go to the NFL. I've said that. Who do you want to play for? Miami Dolphins. That'd be awesome. Because I want to live in Miami. <laughs> yeah, you know? well, you got to be cool. Why don't play for yeah. for Brady, bro? You might be able to sneak Brady, another year. Brady's he's gonna, gonna be, go till sixty. Brady's gone by the time I'm there. No, right? dude, he's <laughs> playing till sixty. Hey, why would I say that, right? I, I have no idea. Yeah, who knows, bro? <laughs> who knows? So my yeah, you want to play for the Dolphins? That's mm -hmm. dope. Yeah. Who's the quarterback of the Dolphins right now? Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, he went to that. What's going to Bama, he, Alabama? Yeah, he did go to Bama, yeah. but he high school was for sure. He was he's from Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah, he's they from got Hawaii. some. They got. Yeah. I don't, they must have like one huge high school there that just pumps kids out. Oh, I bet it's so multiple. My my buddy, um, he had actually trained me in this industry. Mm -hmm. his, his name's Brody. He played D one double A. One, yeah, D one double A. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the same thing as D one. We classify that as the same thing as D one. Okay, so like, he played that's at FCS. That's what we call that. Okay, he played at St. Francis. University, it's at SFU in uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yes. And uh, what the fuck we were talking about? Samoans. He was telling me the Samoans, when it comes to like football, bro, are huge. Oh yeah. He was like, like, oh, yeah. like Samoan. No, like, you don't, dude. I think I saw a Samoan because well, I went to a Kentucky game this year. We got we got on the field. It was it was honestly my like it was one of the best experiences ever. Like we were on the field and everything. Oh yeah. For like the opening, we didn't get to yeah. stay on the field for the whole game, but like uh -huh. the opening, the whole warm up, everybody's awesome. out there, dude. This huge Samoan dude like who were they playing they played Mizzou Mizzou yeah, yeah. I think we left like yeah You're, you'll see more like Samoan uh kids like in kind of like the like the west coast teams bro. you know you see them all the time holy like, hell yeah no 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 this I, dude I was like six seven <laughs> yeah. like like probably 280 but like muscle dude oh yeah like, oh yeah and they and, and, and they got a lot of confidence but like right. when i think and about they got like, willpower too yeah like, dude like, i got like a lot of confidence i'm like yeah right. i can run through that right. and then i'm like yeah but like could you really yeah you know what man that's <laughs> babe but at the end of the day it's whatever you know like yeah, oh, you, you gotta take yours against someone else you dude, know that's that was probably one of my least favorite the least favorite things of all was tackling a thick running back like a low right. center you gotta gravity. go low man you gotta even go then low. dude you catch it you catch a bad memory knee like them thighs so huge bro even like real young like some of them kids eat it man you just gotta eat it absolutely bro but like <laughs> even young i can remember like seventh eighth grade some of them kids mm -hmm. having a mustache 
You know what yeah. I mean? I'm right. Like, those kids were. Yeah, oh, those my, kids were the worst. Oh it's, my god. Yeah, the, yeah. I remember those kids. Those kids. It was like, it's like, dude, like, how old are you? Yeah, you know, bro. it's like, bro, what, you, like what, what are they feeding you? You know, it's like that movie, The Comebacks. Yeah, like, where the kid and he's got, he's like thirty and he's got the green crown. Right. He's like, I'm twelve. Right. Like there were so many of those kids. I am t- yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. So. Miami Dolphins, what, you want to live in Miami. Yeah, sure. Now, are you like off, like, are you talking like you want like a penthouse or you want like a house like on house the- House on South Beach. Yeah, yeah for bro. sure. Yeah, right on the beach, expensive, man. Expensive, expensive. Yeah. I went to, I spent, we spent a lot of money in Miami this one night for my, mm-hmm. for my buddies. I actually uh, just got back from there. I yeah? was there with my family. Yeah. Oh, okay. For so two days. Because we go there fun. every year. Yeah. Did you guys, did you go to like any clubs with your family or no? No. I, I think so. <laughs> great family time. Yes. You know, that, that's yes. what, because that's what it's all about. You yeah, know, absolutely. when you go there with your family, like, you know, you spend great time by the pool, you know, you go to the Seafood's beach, go to fire. dinner, go to dinner, yep. you know, and just, you know, hang out, you I'm know, a big foodie. Was there any crazy food that stood out oh, to you? Oh, it was so good. I mean, every steak I had there was amazing. Fire. Every steakhouse we went to was yep. great. You know, I'm actually not a super huge seafood guy, to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't eat fish. I, I mean, obviously I do eat fish, but not, it's really not going to be my first, yeah. you know, uh, choice. So do you, have you had Wagyu? Wagyu, like for the steak? beef, the yeah, beef, the Wagyu I beef. have, yeah, it's amazing. You, when you get a steak, look for a steakhouse, like in steakhouses, look for a, it's expensive, but try it. A5 Wagyu. Yeah. It's very marbleized. Sometimes they'll bring out a stone, mm-hmm. a marble stone, like some places and you, you cook it right then and there. Oh, that's cool. It's, like, like the melting it, pot. You ever been a melting pot? Yes. Yeah. Is it yeah. kind of like that? Like yeah. Where you kinda, similar. It's similar to that. It's yeah. fire. Phenomenal. That's awesome. Um, I feel like with the vision, I want to go a little further into like. Like the, are you big into cars or anything like that? Or like, do you like have what like, car do I want? Yeah. I want, I want like a, a, a custom Cadillac. That's really what I want. New, Obviously, older. definitely new, you know, like kind of just something like that. Definitely yeah. American made, yeah. you know, definitely that, yeah. you know, I want that for sure. I love that vibe. What yeah. gives you, so what gives you that good hearty vibe of like American made? That's what my dad always drove. Yeah. yeah he drove Cadillacs all his life, yeah, you know, dude. so, you know, that's what dude, I do. Who the, was it? Who was a running back that was nicknamed Cadillac? Mm. Oh, it definitely was it. Was it Deion Sanders? I he, know who you're talking about. Look it up. Yeah, you'll you'll find it right away. And he wasn't a running back. He was a cornerback. Who was running back Cadillac? Dude, I know what Cadillac Williams. What? Nah. Cadillac Williams. You know, like Car- Carnell Lamar Cadillac Williams. Where do you play? Let me see here. Auburn. I swear there was someone in the NFL. NFL. This says he just played at Auburn. NFL running back nicknamed Cadillac. Smooth like a Cadillac. Huh. Oh, I guess I guess it was. I guess it was Carnell Williams. Carnell Williams. Williams moved to Auburn University after graduating from Tuahawa High School in Atala, Alabama. He got the nickname Cadillac from a TV sportscaster in Alabama for the style and the way he ran. He was a notch above everyone on the field, and the name stuck. You know who I also think of? You ever watched the 30 for 30 on Bo Jackson? Yes. Insane, dude. Oh. Insane athlete. Freak. Freak athlete. Freak. Freak athlete. Yeah. So Cadillacs, dad American made. Was he ever in a union or anything? You're talking about my dad. Yeah, was he ever in a I, union? He always talks about unions. I think I, I know he 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 uh, he works with a lot of people with the union. You know, helps them with like retirement. Sounds and stuff like our like company. That. 
Yeah. We're a unionized. Like we're the only, and I believe you, in the you, nation. You, you, we're you know, ComEd. ComEd. Sounds really familiar. ComEd. It's an electrician. Yes. Electric okay. Yeah. Company. I was going to say. I don't know he, he helps yes. a lot of people like, you know, like, uh, uh, through that company and stuff like that. And that's more of a union. Yeah, kinda. dude. Yeah. So we're, we're, I believe we are the only unionized life insurance company in the States. Yeah. And possibly worldwide. I have yeah. no idea. I would I, honestly, I don't even really dive too much. Cause like, I don't, I'm not like super, uh, what are you going to school for? I'm a, I'm a sports leadership and management major major. Dope. So it's really just kind of jobs like, you know, athletic director, you know, leadership, uh, qualities. That's, that's mainly, it's, that's so one of the main aspects of after it. After the know? NFL, what does that look like for you? Investing you know, your money wisely? Definitely like kind of investing it in something, you know, I mean, investing it in, you know, so, you know how we mentioned, uh, you know, the place I uh, train at, you know, we had a previous conversation yep. before, you know, we yep. went on air about acceleration, yes. you know, the place I train at, you know, with JR and Mike Niklos. Yes. And um, definitely, I mean, just invest in maybe like kind of just training programs like that. Yeah. And kind of just uh, build upon that. Yeah. And that's definitely something I'll do in the future. Yeah. Or not just invest in that, become that, you yeah. know, maybe be that trainer and yep. then instill what I have learned throughout my career Help others. to people that were younger. Cause yeah. you know, I was once that younger person, like I, yeah. you know, hit on earlier in the podcast. Yeah. What are some like hobbies or things you do that like make you really happy? You know, hobbies, honestly, I like playing video games. I like playing NBA 2K. I really yeah. like doing that. I mean, I love, uh, I like music a lot too. I love listening to music. Yeah, for what, sure. What's your music look like? The music is going to look like Lil Durk, NBA Youngboy, yep. for sure. Around Any diversity? There. Like, is there anything you don't like? Um, I was playing some classic rock. I no, know. I heard that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. it's. I got a very diverse, like, I'm like rapping the workouts, rock, yeah. country. I grew up in Arkansas. So it's, really? a, it's real diverse. Yeah. Wow. Really diverse. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I don't hate on any music, yeah. you know, because everyone's entitled to the own music they listen Some to. Some music I can't yeah. do. Like, like what? I feel like the... <laughs> That shit Aiden had on the weekend. What, <laughs> what was that sound like? That like, that, like poppy R and B. Yeah, mid. I'm, I'm just such like a hothead that like it like it like brings out those emotions in me that I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, my. But you just start like like thinking like, oh my god, this is making listening? me a simp. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, one of my favorite things is movies, and I always like to get. What's everyone's favorite movie or two or three? Whatever their favorite movies. movies. I see. That's the thing. I'm I'm more of a shows You're guy. A show. What's your favorite show then? Show. Okay. See, two or three. Everyone will say Breaking Bad. Yeah. So like, I'm gonna put that aside. Dexter is Dexter? definitely my favorite show for sure. I'm currently rewatching Game of Thrones, which phenomenal is phenomenal show. Oh, like phenomenal show. Pheno you said like, those two, and I was like, all right, kids, like a seven out of ten. You said you said Game yeah. of Thrones. All right, you got the respect level. Yeah. Hell oh yeah. yeah. No, that's like. You know, you really get into Game of Thrones because yeah. it's like there's so much to it and it's a very mature show, yeah. you know, to the point where there's exc uh, explanations of the show, you know, like yes. after, you know, to like yeah. really break it down. Yep. And there's so much to it. And I, if you really watch Game of Thrones and really listen to the quotes they say and like their lifestyle and like what they say, you know, like yeah. stuff like that, like. It's, it can be very beneficial, yeah. you know, like it, it really can be, you know, yeah, from that I, aspect. I, I might be reaching. But no, no, you're, <laughs> dude, I honestly, so like for me, like I feel like there's not much to me. I always tell people like, look, I'm the most boring person in the entire world. Right. I'm either at I my disagree, office. by the way. I disagree from this yeah. conversation. Dude, disagree. Well, well, I tell people, yeah. so I tell people, I was like, listen, I'm either at the office working out 
or I'm at Capitol Grill right down the road. Right. I don't do <laughs> anything else. Bad. And it, yeah, and the only other thing I do is I'll watch movies and people are like, oh, movies waste of time. It's like, I have learned so like for right. me, I'm absorbing because mm-hmm. movies is is some artistic individual creating beautiful lives exactly. and crazy stories exactly. for people. Like plots, characters. And if you can yeah. think it, I always feel mm-hmm. like you gotta think anyways. Right. You know what I mean? So if I gotta think I'm thinking for the fucking moon. You right. know what I mean? Because like so many individuals, kind of, kind of like from like thinking of rich, like whatever you're aiming at, you got to take into consideration you're probably going to hit 60 to 70%. Mm-hmm. So you better aim for everything. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I write down with my visions daily, like trillions of dollars because it's like, I know how smart I am and it's yeah. that smart. So I'm like, dude, if I hit 50%, sure, maybe I'll see a right. billion by 60 or 70. Yeah. And you, you actually talk about writing stuff down. That's actually one thing I kind of wanted to implement in my lifestyle. Do you I've done it agree? for the last five years. Right. And, and dude, it's scary how th- many things have come true. Because in thinking grow rich, you know, I uh, I haven't read the entire book. I'll be honest. I yeah. actually kind of just started reading a little bit of it. You know, I got I got to get back to it. You know, fire book, right? And um, and the secrets a lot like it too. And it's, yeah, it's on Netflix. And you know, one of the things that you know, like they really hit on is like write something down, repeat so it, far. repeat it. And then yes. it's going to come true because any man can attain anything that he wants. If yes, he has dude. a burning desire to do it and he tells himself he's going to do it, any man can achieve what he Absolutely, wants. Absolutely, dude. Or woman. Anybody. Yeah. You got to be careful without taste. Uh, but any, anybody I've ever met that's a, that's attained some form of success, you know, whether it be through high school to college to, you know, pro and then business, it's always been that burning desire and that self-belief. And then just this relentless like the podcast is adversity kings because it's just i've have had this fascination for people that just they're just relentless they're just so mm-hmm. resilient in the face yeah, of adversity like, exactly it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter how long you have to work and out that today stuff is contagious yes it's contagious like for example when i see the um you know the people in my program i of ohio you know i see the older kids that have actually been through the program yep. and been through everything and like have had success on the field yep. i see their lifestyle and like i see what they do and it's like just kind of like when I'm around that, like it's just contagious. Like I want to do that. Yeah. You know, like when I see, you know, the older guys doing extra sets, like, uh, it, like after, like in the weight room, I'm like, who the hell am I to not get extra sets with them? Yeah. Like they've, 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 Fire. I mean, what the hell? Like they've uh, accomplished way more than me, like within Fire. this program. Like, why the hell would I not do that shit? Yep. You know, just kind of just stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, it's really just about mentality. Like, for example, like, I, this is, yeah, I guess this is, this will relate, you know, me personally, people are like, Oh, like what if the NFL doesn't work out? You know, what, you know, this and that, you know, and I'm like, yeah, obviously like, you know, I do have, you know, there's obviously going to be a backup plan and I do have a backup plan. Like I said, sports leadership and management and like stuff like that, you know, but to be honest, I don't see myself doing anything else, you know? And when you kind of have that, you You need to be careful with backup plans. Like you you secretly have it, but like having a plan B is not the best thing. Sometimes my plan B was plan A and then and you get mm-hmm. down to like plan Z and yeah. it's still plan A. And then like exactly. the plan that yeah. isn't on the alphabet. That's actually death. really interesting you say that because I, when I talk to a lot of people, they, they, they don't have that opinion. You know, yeah. they don't understand, you know, my perspective of it when I say that because. But that's why only yeah. 1% of people make it to the NFL. Exactly. Because you know I mean? the other 99%. You need to be 100% invested. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. You need to have 100% self-confidence belief. There, mm-hmm. there is no other option. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like if people take that Spartan mentality, I got that Spartan helmet. Yeah. Fascinated with, I'm just fascinated with war 
and just killers and dogs and successful people. You would love people. to talk to my dad. You would love- <laughs> Dude, I got to get him on here. Like, you, you tell him he's getting on. Yeah, There's no option. I'll sure. pay him. Yeah, you know for what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So we, I, I love, I just love those mindsets. Dude. It, mm-hmm. it works. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, and ultimately, I think another, you know, money gets a bad rap sometimes. People think, you know, money is like horrible and mm-hmm. like just the root of all evil. And it's like yeah. money just, it's just a, a light. You know what I mean? For all sure. it does is it just reveals yeah. who you it's are. Not, yeah, you're a good person. Exactly. Money's just going to bring out more of you being a good person because right. you're going to give. You're going to give. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then if you're, if you're a piece of shit, money's just going to bring out that more is, you're a piece of shit. That's a great perspective of that. It's just actually. a light. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you'll see people, they'll get success, yeah. they'll get money, then they, just kind of turn into someone that you don't like. Exactly. And then you'll see other people, they start getting money and then you like them even more. Yep. And then, you know, the basis of this is that, you know, money uh, personally, like doesn't, you know, make you happy, Yeah. you know, like, and that's the one thing that um, obviously I don't know from experience. I'm not like a millionaire. I'm not yeah. this. I'm 19 years old. You yeah, know, exactly. like I'm in college. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just, I guess from seeing it, you know, like yeah. I've seen plenty of rich people who are not really happy or no. who are not, you yeah, know, like and, and stuff like that, yeah. you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, do you agree with that? Like, the, with the money so like, and thing? like I'm not religious mm-hmm. per se. I swear. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not horrible. I think the worst thing I do is smoke a cigar, yeah. but, but <laughs> that's, I mean, that is, and, that's and better a, than a yeah, lot of, there's a lot of bad <laughs> shit. And I'm not, it's, it's not like, oh, you know what I mean? Look at me. It's more like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of fucked up myself, but I, I do read the Bible a little bit and there's a verse that sticks out to me and it's Interesting. like, why gain the whole world and lose your soul? And I think for me, that speaks to me of like, I think in the pursuit of excellence and success, people don't find a emotional stability and balance. Everything's like a muscle. You know what I mean? Kind of like, right. like football. You have to work it out. You have to work out your mind daily. You've got to work because it'll atrophy. You know what I mean? Yes. You don't work out something. It starts to recede and go away and deteriorate mm-hmm. your mind. You need to work out daily, your body. You need to work out daily consistency. consistency. And it's actually, um, one of the guys that's plugged in with, with my mentor, Jim Trussell, he was the coach at Jim, your, your mentor is Jim Truss, Trussell. He, he's plugged in with him. Plugged in with yeah. him. Yeah. I've met him a handful yeah. of times. He Interesting. Was, yeah, so that's cool. My, my mentor meets with him yeah. monthly. You know, what I mean? know who that is. Yeah. Yes. So him, Maurice Claret, they're all tied in. Cool. Ryan Shazier. Cool. So I was just, yeah, I was just Shazier. with Shazier because he was at one of my mentor's events because he has a, he owns a charity Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so, yeah, he was just there. I just, uh, I'll give you, I got a, I think I might have a physical copy of his book. Yeah. He just came out with a book, but, um, Dude, I just I, getting around these people and and the mindsets and everything that they have, and the coaches and just the successful people. Mm-hmm. All of it is all of it is it all makes sense because it all leads back to overcoming yeah. the adversity, overcoming the things in your life, and having that belief in yourself. And and like we said, without without having a uh, different plans and certain things like that. So yeah. I, I think it's believing in yourself a hundred percent. Oh yeah, for sure. Bro. Yeah. So as we wrap up, I also get people's views just your view on the on the world right now how's COVID affecting you guys up in up in uh ohio but i also don't want you to say too any, anything too compromising exactly so you like know, i don't want you to share political. too much yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. politically because i don't Obviously. i don't want you to compromise no, anything of course of course um personally yeah i uh you know COVID 19 is you know it's this i think it's the single biggest factor for especially young kids it's yeah. extremely negative it's impacting so many lives of people that we don't even pay attention to especially athletes yeah mental health um, too i would oh, say oh no mental health when you take one. an athlete out of the out of the game and so yeah. that, that's very yeah, especially uh last year you know the seniors they didn't even get a senior year of football you now, know well, they, they played get, in the spring but 
Okay, but will they get to? Yeah. Will they? That year didn't count against them either, right? Will they get to play no, this? It, no, in high school. I'm talking about high school, uh, like oh, the hell. seniors in high school. Oh yes, they they didn't get that, and you know I couldn't even imagine. No, dude, what I, I I can't. Like I, you know, football is really like my my stronghold. Yeah, you know, like that's where there's a peace of mind in there. It really is, and you know, no, and pe- not a lot of people understand that. You yep. know, and seeing that, well, they didn't watch Friday Night Lights. Right. Three, three miles. <laughs> Great movie. See, I said I wasn't a movie guy. Yeah. Great movie. But uh, yeah, and it's, it's really unfortunate. I, I really think, um, you know, obviously uh, it really does affect people, families, Absolutely. you know, people die. Absolutely. And that's actually extremely unfortunate. Yes. And it's sad. And uh, yeah. And uh, I just think that what we need to do as a country is not you know, rally against people who are unvaccinated or vaccinated, yeah. you know, stuff Unite. like that. Everyone's a person. Everyone's exactly. their own person. You know, like whether you're black, white, this, yeah. that, like, like, like you're a person, man. Like yep. you, you come from somewhere. Yep. Like you, um, like, like you have life experiences, yeah. you know, like it's, it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, what your political view is, you know, yeah. what your stance on anything is. Like, like I said, like you just, nothing matters unless like nothing matters if you're just a good person. Yes. You know, and at the end of the day, I think with all this COVID stuff, we've really just gotten wrapped up in, you know, like going against each other, yeah. plotting against each other, like division, division. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the main thing. And this world is not meant to be yeah. like that. A nation divided amongst itself. Exactly. And it, and it, and it should never be like that. And it's sad. Cause America is the greatest yeah. country in the world. America is the greatest place in the world thousand percent you know what i mean so it's like we thousand we can't we can't jeopardize that we can't cop i'm not worried about it you yeah. know what i mean i'm not i'm not worried i think in the dips we're only going to get stronger and better and mm-hmm. there's dips every time you know i try to reference to people when they get into business and uh i like to show them the red and and in mm-hmm. our own stock yeah I mean, we're a fortune 500 right. I don't, everybody sees the green you know what mm-hmm. i mean but i want to show you the red you see this you see how there's consistently there's going to be red days in your yeah. week in your month 70 to 80 percent of of your life is going to be you overcoming those red but that green those mm-hmm. profits those massive gains those beautiful relationships mm-hmm. uh you know those physical gains and adaptations and things Get into. Yeah, like you said, um, sorry to cut you off, but, Good, bro. um, relationships, that's a big aspect I think of life is actually like not being like having people, yes. you know, like I said, like having relationships with people with the same goals as you, yes. you know, uh, stuff like that. And then learning from them because those people are going to have experiences and then they're going to share those experiences with you. Yep. And then when you get to that experience, you're going to have the prior knowledge of yes. what they said. So valuable. So valuable, the right relationships. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, bro. Yeah. This is fire. This is one of my best podcasts. Yeah, You're gonna I appreciate do so well that. In life, Thank you. Dude. Thank you. It's crazy to see how well-rounded you are at 19 years old. It's definitely speaks volumes of of your parents. Thank you. Definitely forcing your dad to get on because this is yeah. you know it's one thing for you to be successful, but a leader's true success isn't measured in what he or she accomplishes. It's measured in what he or she accomplishes in and through others. Yeah. So to see him yeah, yeah. be able to lead and coach you mm-hmm. to to the level of success that you're at, it, only 19 years old, is in, is insane. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I really appreciate that, man. And I I really appreciate you having me on and yeah. you know giving me a platform. Anything to talk, you want? Anyone you, know? you want to shout out? Anything you want to shout out? Any companies? Yourself? Anything you want to no, shout out? No, no, really, not, no, nothing. You Gucci. Know? Yeah. Good to go, man. This was dope. Excited mm-hmm. to get this out there, guys. Love yeah. you guys. Peace.